Hey coaches, just wanted to jump in at the top of the episode and welcome you to the new format for the weekly roundups. This episode we're going to talk about last season, we're going to catch up with one of our coaches and talk about his off-season prep and how he plans to defend his championship. Then we're going to have a little bit of analysis about next season and the fast approaching draft. I'm Coach Simpson and this is your pre-season roundup. So, coaches, welcome to the pre-season roundup. As I said, I'm Coach Simpson and I'm your host today and I'm honoured to bring you our first guest of the roundup season. It's the coach of the White Gold Growlers, your playoff champion, the one, the only, the slouchy, it's Coach Finlay. <laughs> welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Louis. Happy to be here speaking with you. Yeah, it's great to have you on. So, um, I just want to jump right into it and talk about last season, Jordan. You Absolutely. won the playoffs. Yeah. You had a 12-5 to 5 record in the regular season. And I want you to tell me right now, what does it take to accomplish that in a competitive league like Scanning? Um, well, with the tough year that it was with COVID, it just basically, what it took was being attentive to the teams, you know. Um, a lot of the guys lost a bit of uh, motivation throughout, but because I'd started well, it kind of made me want to keep going. So just, yeah, I'd put it down to making sure I was on top of the team. Uh, there's a lot less missed lineups this year than there was in previous. Um, and just maybe down to the draft. I think I drafted quite well. Yeah, you've uh, segued perfectly into my next question. So Giannis was your number one pick in the draft. Mm. Was that part of your strategy or did you just see the opportunity and take it? And do you think he delivered on the $50 price point that you got him at? Yeah. Um, I think originally I did want to go for him. Um, I remember being happy with Giannis and then by accident got stuck with LeBron but that kind of worked out as well to be honest um, but no I think Giannis did well for me um, as he was obviously smashing it all the way to the end of the playoff uh, like to the playoff season so um, yeah no I was happy with him N maybe not go again with him this year I'm not sure I haven't really thought about my strategy for the team but yeah happy with him last year for sure well, as you know, it's a, a point league that we're doing now. We're moving into a new category. So exactly. obviously we have different values. Yeah, it's, there's a lot more to, to think about for our first points league. But, um, yeah. Let's talk about that playoff final. So you were up against me and you mm. beat me in the final. And you were yeah. probably coming into that as an underdog since I knocked out Ali, who was our regular season champion. That sure, must have been yeah. a good feeling. Um, do you have any kind of thoughts about that? Anything that you thought? help the win or was it just well I was definitely um happy to beat you as I say it was a proud moment I hold that personally as highly as the regular season I know a couple of you boys maybe don't but if you, I would play it to how the real game is played and the playoffs is the, the main man so um no it was it felt great to come out with the win um and obviously even better beating you Louis yeah absolutely <laughs> Um, you know, for, for me, um, for me, the playoffs, the ESPN tends to put that up as well. And when you look at the history, you do see the playoffs being the, the real decider. Mm. I think I, you were telling me in the, in the post show that if you look at the records over the past seasons. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. if I say that um, I possibly have had a couple bad weeks, uh, sorry, bad years, but overall, uh, 
finish second. I think you're number one, uh, having won a few uh, seasons in a row. But I would say over average of the seasons, it's you, myself, and then Ali Garden. So uh, hopefully keep that as a running thing this year. Yeah, it's the rivalry, I guess. Uh, one more thing about last season. No trades at all on the board for you. Yeah, no. Well, as I say, I think I just drafted well. I was happy with my team. I'm always a bit kind of weary with uh, trades because I just think I can see it going wrong. Or And you're obviously the only one that really offers trades, and I always think you're having me on. So, <laughs> but I think that should be a bit easier with Point League because you know it's really it's easy to quantify. This is points and this is... So that that could make it a bit more interesting. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, we could have a lot more trades this season for sure. Could open it up. Right, that's all I think for last season. So let's just take a little interlude and then we'll move on to your off-season preparation. Okay. So Jordan, coming back into it now, you have made some big moves in the off-season crossing continents. I think that's mm. going to move you into the Euro division. How yeah. do you feel about, you know, changing sides? Do you think that's an easier place to be or will it pose more difficult? <laughs> um, I hadn't actually put too much thought in it, to be honest. Um, maybe an easier road to the to the playoffs, but, uh, you know, you never know how it goes. Um, with the points league, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm kind of, we're all at the same level, you know, so I'm not too sure. Yeah, fair enough. And um, have you been up too much in the off-season celebrating your... Your championship, I bet. Um, oh, not too much. Having travelled back from Canada, I've managed to settle down in Bristol. Um, done a little bit of partying, some festivals. Um, so yeah, making the time worthwhile. A victory lap of sorts. Uh, absolutely, halfway from the world. <laughs> and uh, yeah, now what we really want to get into is your preparation for the upcoming season. Hmm. Um, not too much preparation, to be honest. Um, I do need to do some research um, after today's call, but uh, I think going big um, is what my plan is, really. Uh, I mean by that, uh, using bigs, like possibly the big DeAndre Jordan and uh, Dwight Howard being at the Lakers, I feel they'll get a lot of usage. Um, rebounds are an easy stat to get. I have noticed that you've made um, assists two points instead of one over rebounds so that does sway it a bit more to the the guard kind of thing but um you know i think i think maybe going big is the is the, the best idea yeah um the scoring's just the default setup obviously rebounds are slightly more in abundance than assists so mm, okay that's okay. just how they weight it but you will probably balance that out on field goal percentage is mm. going to be important. Yeah, I'm definitely looking for field goal percentage. I don't want to be going with Westbrook or, well, potentially, but a lot of people that are putting up high numbers of shots are going to be a bit of a risk this season. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the good things is now you don't need to rely on stacking into a category to dominate. You can actually just spread your team out and really just focus on good players and not mm. get too caught up in the stats. Yeah, and yeah. matchups as well. It's nice to think this player is now playing against these teams. They're more likely to have output, and that's going to translate directly into points instead of yeah. things like stats that are harder to quantify. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then it does. It means that you don't have to target a certain stat nearing the end of the week. You know, if you're trying to push for that, you can kind of just push for something that you can guarantee you know you're going to get. You know, exactly. You're looking more at games and who's playing who and what matchups they have instead of just trying to 
catch numbers. So it's more invested in the basketball than it is in the, the stat mm-hmm. sheet. So yeah, it's which is nice. No missed lineups and that should be about it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Great. That's- so draft day, I want to talk about the new scoring format and how that'll change everything up, but I think we've gone through that. So maybe we could just talk about any other players that you've got your eyes on and who you want to spend that big box and the big money players you maybe want to shy away from. Yeah. Well, I think just changing it up a little bit this season, I don't want to um, mention who I really want just yet, you know, in case this goes out before the draft, but um, there's, I'm looking at maybe getting some players I've not had before, um, sitting back on players I have had before and kind of just, just kind of having a new, um, new lively team for myself is kind of what I'm looking to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And sure. then going with bigs, you know. Yeah, so you think that's a way to get success out your team is is trying to get the bigs. Well, I think so at the moment. Um, I've heard from past points league players that that is often the way to do it. Um, so there is obviously a restriction. You have only four centers yeah. allowed. Yeah, I know, but bigs, all rebounding players um, in particular. Yeah. You just need to be careful that you get the right centres, I guess, is the most important part of the draft. That's mm. the restricted category. Wars and stuff, yeah. It'll be exciting to do another um, uh, auction draft as well. Um, seeing how that'll go with the points league. I guess it's very similar. Yeah, yeah, that'll be really fun. I think we're committed to the first now, so we'll see who actually turns up and who's on auto-drafter. Yeah, um, but who's one player I could maybe let you know? Um Maybe Mr. Steph Curry. I've not really had him um, much before, and I feel like he is a high percentage shooter. Um, and with threes being a stat as well, he absolutely smashed it last year. And he's got um, Clay back with him as well. Possibly Clay Thompson would be a good one. We'll see. Yeah. We'll to see, really. A lot of old man shouts here, but yeah. <laughs> I guess you don't want to give away your little youngsters or anything. Yeah, uh, we'll I'll, we'll we'll keep that under under wrap. And is there any players that you wouldn't touch with a ten foot pole? Um, there was there was somebody I was reading up on that I'm probably going to steer clear of. Um, Durant did absolutely shite for me last season. Um, really going to be looking at injury prone players. Possibly keep away from AD. Um, so which means I'm going to have to tr- find another. Um, score, uh, score and rebounder, but yeah, I think just injuries last year were a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, mm-hmm. ho- hoping it's different with COVID this year, but I still feel like they're going to have some COVID protocols. So yeah, it's a tough one, but do I've we cut down the roster that? sizes. So I do we know it, if they've uh, got COVID protocols again this year? Or? I, I'm not sure to be honest. I've cut down the rosters a little bit, so we'd maybe make some changes depending mm-hmm. on what happens. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, there's actually just right now an article released from ESPN, the Sleepers and Fantasy Bust List for 2022. Okay. So, some good reading. Well, I do have the tab of my ESPN league open just now. So, I'll definitely be having a look at that later. <laughs> and um, another thing your team name, is mm. it too early to reveal that? It will be changed. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I hadn't quite got that done until this meeting, but. Definitely before the end of the, the beginning of the season, having changed countries and um, no longer in white gold, it'll be some somewhat related to Bristol or living in a Kingswood area. We'll soon find out. Okay, so still tight lipped on that one. Um, 
<laughs> don't say it because you're going to have to commit and it's too much pressure. Just yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So I just will you keep it. Yeah, I'll make sure I'm happy with it. Perfect. Nope. And then um, I think the last things to talk about is coaches. <laughs> who who do you have your eye on as a rival? Obviously, Ali and I uh, yeah. are quite consistently high up, but maybe mm. some of the underdogs. Yeah, well, yeah, I think the top, uh, us being us three being the top three. Um, Isaac has having played um, having played a points league before. He he might know what he's doing a little bit. Um, what to target, um, and he'll actually get to draft this year. Um, having since he was on auto draft last year, so Isaac could be uh, a real risk, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's a good shout. Um, and what about your your coaches that you don't think will. <laughs> make it halfway through the season who's not setting their lineups on week five onwards um well i hope cory does um i know his motivation is lacking a little bit but um cory and jack most likely um mm. i think jack just being away with the missus in canada now is going to distract him quite a lot yeah true true um, i think once cory gets that new season Buzz. excitement going and the yeah. chats going and everything he'll be back into it yeah fair yeah well as i say it's, um if people have good drafts then they're going to be into it um and so hopefully that they, they keep that uh, they maintain that um the love for the game you know during the whole season the passion the passion <laughs> perfect yeah. i think that about wraps us up so yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show no I'm problem. looking forward to catching up with you and everyone else on draft night. Absolutely, yeah. I look forward to the first week's coming. Yeah, fantastic. And thank you guys for listening. Good luck to you all with the draft. Jordan, I'm going to put you on the spot and leave you to give us a little outro, so take us away. <laughs> well, thanks very much for having me, Louis. Lads, I uh, wish you good luck with this uh, the draft and the future coming season and I look forward to seeing how you do to beat me this week, this year see ya <laughs> yeah I like it